You're listening to Fair Game, the fair industry's premier podcast experience with your host, Robert Smith. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's Fair Game number six. This is a quick clip. Today is uh, April the 9th. This morning, there was a breaking development. Steve Wozniak, Apple's co-founder, has joined the hashtag delete Facebook movement. As somebody who's a marketing guy, I have been asked a lot um, recently with the scandals going on with Facebook, the Cambridge Analytica, um, Facebook user data hack or whatever they're calling it. I've been asked by marketers, what's the deal with Facebook? Should we still put our money in Facebook? Should, is it worth it to advertise there? Is Facebook going away? Are they getting sued? Are they going out of business? What's going on? And then it kind of reached a little bit of a fever pitch this morning when Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak decided to join the hashtag delete Facebook movement. So I decided to put some um, voice to microphone here and and some uh, blog post up kind of outlining my position on what's going on here with everything at Facebook, Steve Wozniak, the hashtag delete Facebook movement, and actually why it's a complete waste of time. So this is it. Um, Delete Facebook is the position officially now of Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak. He said recently telling USA Today, users provide every detail of their life to Facebook and Facebook makes a lot of money advertising off of this. The profits are all based on the user's info, but the users get none of the profits back. That's what Steve Wozniak, Apple's co-founder, recently told USA Today. It is impossible to miss this whole situation in the news. Facebook is at the center of the spotlight on issues from their how they use user data, um, the Cambridge Analytical scandal, the Russians allegedly so-called hacking or influencing the 2016 U.S. presidential election, and how the company actually profits, how Facebook now actually profits off of users voluntarily supplying this data. That's a very important distinction in this entire conversation of user data. It is voluntarily being supplied. So let's step back and take a look at these issues individually because I think in observing the conversation on Twitter and watching the news and and kind of following along on this, we are completely lacking context and perspective on what the hell is going on around us. So uh, individually, on Wozniak's comment, so-called, but the users get none of the profits back, or quote, but the users get none of the profits back, end quote. Forgive me, Steve, while I nearly choked to death on that load of bullshit. Of course Facebook's users don't get profits back from the company. They're a private company. Users are supplying their data freely. If you want to get profit back to the company from the company, buy stock in the company. Just like another big company, a big tech giant, Apple. Apple does not owe me anything. If I want profit back from Apple, I need to buy Apple stock. And keep in mind, Apple itself, while Steve Wozniak is up on his little eye soapbox declaring himself that he's deleting Facebook, Apple itself has been caught in multiple scandals on how their iPhone iOS system works, including geolocation-based tracking of their users' movements without user consent. 
But again, Wozniak's going to flip his eye soapbox over and climb up and declare he's deleting Facebook. Good for you, Woz. I think you should do it. I think you should delete Facebook. And while I'm at it, I think you should delete every social media app that you've got. Just go. Way to stand on the moral authority of being Apple's co-founder. And by the way, are people still throwing themselves out of windows to commit suicide at Apple's manufacturing plants in China or no? I mean, let's talk about Apple's moral authority on this whole situation. My gut feeling, though, Waz's comments have more behind them. Apple and Facebook, major tech giants, major competitors. There's no question. Apple would love to destabilize Facebook and get a hold of that company and Facebook's user data. Let's just be honest here. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But make no mistake, when tech giants like this are playing for the attention of billions of people, there are easily $1 trillion plus dollars at stake in market value on this. Your interests as an individual are not what they are representing. Let me be honest here and be very clear. Steve Wozniak does not give a crap about your personal user data and your privacy. He wants that user data. Apple wants that user data. Facebook wants that data. Amazon wants that data. They all want it because the data is our new currency. That's how it works. Now, looking at the Cambridge Analytica and the Russian influence of the election, there is so much we do not know here yet. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg has been clear. There was abuse in the Cambridge Analytica targeting Facebook user data. Time will tell how this plays out. And you can bet with Zuckerberg scheduled to testify before Congress that legislative changes will eventually be rolled out in an attempt to protect user data on various social platforms moving forward in the future. Now, I've said it before and I'll continue to say it. We as Americans have lost all perspective and context on some very serious issues here. However, I find incredible hypocrisy in Congress demanding that Mark Zuckerberg appear before the House Energy and Commerce Committee to testify regarding Facebook's privacy practices. The hypocrisy is mind-boggling. This is the same Congress that, via repeated authorizations of the Patriot Act, have authorized Presidents Bush, 43, Obama, and Trump to spy on the American people. Think about this. Congress is authorizing themselves to spy on you without due process via a kangaroo FISA court and track your movements and personal data without notifying you. But they're going to summon Facebook CEO before Congress to testify about that company's privacy practices. And by the way, the bottom line, all of this because Donald Trump and not Hillary Clinton won the presidential election. When you look at Russian influence on the 2016 election, again, we desperately need some perspective over this entire situation via Facebook. Let's be clear on two very important things here. First, the United States of America actively influences elections in dozens of countries across the globe. Our government so desperately wants to influence those elections, we will go to war in order to gain influence over those countries. And yet, as an American, I'm supposed to be upset that Russia bought some Facebook ads to try to mislead voters? Give me a break. Did Russia bomb us? 
Have they sent troops to Washington, D.C. to occupy our nation's capital? No. Well, isn't that interesting? Second, the Russians didn't use Facebook to influence our election. You did. Facebook's algorithm responds and propagates false news stories if you, the end user, spreads them. You share them. You like them. You comment on them. Guys, the stories that that were put out by Russia that were false, how is that different than CNN putting out mis misleading stories or Fox News putting out misleading or biased stories? You spread them. You shared them. You liked them. Now, maybe you're sitting there listening going, I didn't. I, I blocked all that crap. I want nothing to do with it. If that's the case, cool. When I say you, I'm speaking generally. The American people, we did it to ourselves. Russia wasn't stupid. They planted stories, but ignorant users on both sides of the political aisle foolishly promoted and shared them without confirming facts. That's not Facebook's fault. It's not President Trump's fault. It's not Hillary Clinton's fault. It's the end user's fault. Don't believe me on this? Go to Facebook, type into a search bar a subject that has no interest for you. So let's pretend you have zero interest in Disney World or theme parks or vacations or whatever. Something like you've never been. You've never been to Disney. You don't want to go. You can't even stand Disney movies. So go search Disney World. The first five or six pages that come up in the in the uh, in the results, like those pages. Go in on several of their com on their posts. Comment and like 10 to 15 of their posts and then sit back and pay attention to what the sponsored posts do in your feed over the next month. You will suddenly see ads from Disney, Universal Studios. You will see tourism departments, Southwest Airlines, hotel companies, and every other brand that is involved in the travel and tourism industry. That is exactly how Russia's bullshit stories gained legs. Russia may have put the dollars into Facebook to cast a wide net, but the users themselves spread those stories and gave that nonsense legs. Don't blame Trump. Don't blame Trump or Hillary or Mark Zuckerberg or Facebook or Sheryl Sandberg or whoever. Look in the mirror and ask yourself if you shared that horseshit, if you clicked like, if you helped it spread. If you did, take a deep breath Swallow hard and own up to it. And why do I say that? Because that's what Zucks did. If you're reading this, you need to know about some, something about Mark Zuckerberg. He is among the all-time greatest entrepreneurs in history. He took responsibility for all of this. He didn't blame a staffer or an assistant or a rogue team member like members of Congress do, the same members who are questioning him, they do it. Something bad happens in their office. Oh, well, we had a rogue staffer. Did Zucks do that? No. He personally owned it, saying, quote, it's clear now that we didn't do enough to prevent these tools from being used for harm as well. That goes for fake news, foreign interference in elections, hate speech, as well as developers and data privacy. We didn't take a broad enough view of our responsibility, and that was a, mist a big mistake. And here's where Zucks gets it right. It was my mistake, and I'm sorry. I started Facebook, I run it, and I'm responsible for what happens here. End quote. How many congressional representatives that are going to be questioning Mark Zuckerberg have ever owned up to something like that? 
No, they lie. They put it off on somebody else, some intern or some staffer so that they can minimize it. Mark Zuckerberg is head of a multi-billion dollar media tech monster, and he owned it. He didn't blame Sheryl Sandberg, his COO. He didn't blame the people that are in, in charge of, of their data centers. He didn't blame any of his teams. He owned it. And yet I'm supposed to be getting upset with Mark Zuckerberg for doing the right thing now that it's been exposed and it's out and he realizes he's got to own this. Ask yourself this. Does your local school board representatives even take responsibility for this stuff going on in your school district? Probably not. And yet the media is telling me that I should be deleting Facebook. Wozniak's telling me, delete Facebook. Other people are saying, delete Facebook. The media is blaming Mark Zuckerberg. Give me a break. Zucks is all time. Get it through your heads. Zuckerberg is an all time CEO and entrepreneur. The future of Facebook and social media. This is what I have been asked for. Uh, a lot, especially within the fair industry, to bring this back home to fair game and being the fair industry's uh, premier podcast. Sorry, Alan. <laughs> so I've been asked by a lot of marketers and people who use Facebook advertising within the fair and festival marketplace, you know, what's going on? Is is Facebook going away? What should I do? Should I switch my media strategy? Here's the deal. My friends, social media is here. It is not going away. You think for one second we're going to turn off our devices and we're going to go back to the day when we only got our news via three or four television stations and five or six old white guys who were in charge of those television media conglomerates decided what information made it through the filter. No way. Guys, information has been commoditized. The fact that those five or six old white guys who run those companies have been commoditized out is part of the reason we are, as a people, are going through this transition. I mean, think about this. More people have more opportunity worldwide to make a life for themselves now than ever before. And it is because of people like Steve Wozniak, Steve Jobs, Mark Zuckerberg, Jeff Bezos, the, the creators of SoundCloud and Spotify and all these apps. There is more opportunity now than ever before. A small business in Fort Worth, Texas, or or Atlanta, Georgia, or wherever they are, Podunk, Utah, or Montana, can reach customers on a global scale for pennies on the dollar. A music artist can take their music directly to the public without some producer deciding for the rest of us which song is good. I mean, think about this for a second. What if I told you that the greatest song that Michael Jackson or Elton John, or Billy Joel, or Celine Dion ever wrote, never actually got published. Because back then when those songs were being published, they would record 18 or 20 songs, and some producer or some owner of a record label would say, nah, these are the 10 songs on the album, and the other eight disappeared into nothingness. Do you know why Drake is one of the out, like outrageously biggest selling artists on the planet right now is because he has used these tools to put himself everywhere. Musical artists can literally go straight to their public on SoundCloud and Spotify and Facebook and YouTube and all these apps. And then we, the consumers get to decide there's no more 
filter out there. We get to pick this. We'll think about this. Will Smith, the fresh prince of Bel Air himself, one of the biggest movie stars of a generation, recognized he was losing influence and becoming obscure. And he's now using Instagram every day to create a vlog and tell his story. Story, The same Instagram story feature that all the rest of us have access to. He, one of the biggest movie stars ever, is using it to re rapidly regain his relevance. Guys, we're not going backwards. There are going to be bumps along the way, no different than when radio transitioned from, from radio to television when back in the 50s and 60s. Things got rough then, things are rough now. And whether moving forward, it's Facebook or Instagram or Facey Spacey or Insta app or whatever the hell we're going to call it, the internet and social media have reached scale. They are here. We are not going back. These things, not going anywhere. This is the biggest communication transition in human history. Complaining about it will not help you, but I would offer this. Rather than complain... I recommend we all make ourselves real comfortable, learn how these tools work, read the damn terms of service agreements, and take responsibility for the environment we are helping create. So go ahead, share your pictures of your perfectly plated food, your steak, your spaghetti, whatever it is. Share the photos of your family vacation. If you are a business, utilize these tools while you can, while the attention is underpriced to promote your events and promote good and happiness in the world. And when you see Russia or CNN or MSNBC or Fox News or Sean Hannity or whoever the hell it is promoting political ideologies that you disagree with that could be fault whether they are just an ideology you disagree with or whether they are promoting fake news or things that are false click that little down arrow on the top right of the post and tell it hide post i did that during the 2016 election cycle whether it was hillary whether it was trump republicans all of that I clicked hide post, any single post that came across my newsfeed that was political, I clicked hide post, hide post, hide post within a month. And this was probably June or July of 2016 with the election being in November. By the end of August to September, October, and up to the election, I didn't see one post because Facebook's algorithm works. It got the clue that Robert does not want to see anything about politics and it quit showing me stuff about politics. So do yourself a favor, learn how the platforms work, learn the tools that are available to you to literally curate your experience. And as far as marketing goes, promote your events, sell your tickets and provide some good in the world. That's what we need more of. And maybe from now on again, skip sharing the politics unless you do the due diligence of verifying the veracity of those stories. That's my thoughts on the whole delete Facebook movement. It's a waste of time. Facebook is not going anywhere. If you are a brand, this is underpriced attention that you cannot afford to not be involved with. So go ahead and do what you got to do. I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, if you have opinion on this, if you want to share your thoughts, please um, hit me up at email, robert at robertsmithpresents.com or at meet, M-E-E-T, Robert Smith, all over the internet. I'm there. I will be, you can DM me. I will happily reply to you.
And I hope you guys enjoy this. If you have more questions, let me know. This is fair, uh, fair game. Quick clip, although it wasn't so quick. Uh, my perspective on the Delete Facebook movement. Thanks for listening.